Hey there, this is a shortlist podcast on iTunes, Omni or whatever platform you listen to your potties on. We usually hang out with you from 4pm every Sunday on Sin 90.7. However, we're taking all our bits and pieces and popping them online for your convenience. We are Gloria and Ro and we're here to introduce you to all your new favourite artists. Hell yeah we are. We're digging into the inspirations, motivations and stories behind the bands on the way up. So come along for the ride. It's great to have you here. The Shortlist on Sin, where we introduce you to the next big thing. Uh, Possibly even Dude York, who are the next band that we are going to kind of dig deep into their their origins, their their process, pretty much everything that they're up to. So I guess before we do any of that, we've got to give you a bit of background info. Tell you a little bit about... Yeah. Dude York, which also, by the way, is a brilliant band name. I love it. It's, so I much. absolutely love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so like it's so like um American college, which makes a lot of sense because that's how the band formed. Like they met in college, and it's just uh, that youthfulness will probably never cease from them. I reckon, which is re- very nice. Mm. Like young forever, young forever, I want ever be. and ever. But yeah, so they are Dude York, not out of New York, I should say. They are a band out of Seattle in Washington, made up of. Uh, Claire, Peter and Andrew. Um, They've been kicking around since about 2010 in different formations. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, they met in college, um, befriended there, started making some, in their words, scrappy garage pop (laughs) music. And then a couple of years later, welcomed Claire to the fold in about 2013, started making some more records together. Um, But yeah, I, a little bit earlier in the week, I had a chat with uh, Peter and Andrew of the band. Um, we kind of, it was pretty fun. We got to really dig into a lot of, um, I guess like those really early starts and the early origin of, of who they are. Um, so Peter and Andrew kind of cover, um, where, where their very beginnings were. So obviously how they met. And also I do ask a question about their very first EP called Gangs of Dude York, to which they said, (laughs) Uh, to which they kind of dug into their back catalogue of scrappy, noisy things, which are, I quote, very different to what we are now. Um, yeah, and they also, uh, excuse me, talk about um the Dude York Mansions. This, um, well, I suppose we'll get into it when they chat about it. And where a lot of these early EPs did come together. Um, and they discuss at which point the band actually started leaning towards the sound of their latest record, Sincerely. They have a huge discography. It's kind of a, it's a little bit different for bands we normally cover, but they are still, I suppose, quite a an up-and-coming band, even though they've released yeah. so much music. Well, like, I guess what it comes down to is that a lot of these records, you know, they said it themselves. It's just a cu- couple of dudes, like, messing around in, like, their parents' basement or, like, an apartment or something like that. So it was never really an official release. However, you know, that was, you know that includes, like, EPs and, like, little releases such as, obviously, their first Gangs of Dude York um, from just two college dudes just playing around and making some, some scrappy music. Uh, leading into um, Satanic Verses, um, De Walk, Escape from Dude York and The Lake. And it wasn't until then that Claire joined the band and they created um, one of their first full-length releases called Dehumanize. And then, of course, Sincerely, which is their latest record. And it's kind of the reason why we're having a chat with them. But they do cover a lot of ground in this first little break. So uh, instead of us yabbering on about it, why don't we let them? You're listening... To the shortlist with Gloria and Ro. That was nice. Dude York begins with Andrew and my friendship. I 
started in our freshman year of college and grew and flourished until our senior year when um, we started rocking out together. But uh, I'd say that the real story of Jude York begins when Claire joins the band. I feel like that's when, uh, that was about four years ago, five years ago, and that's when things really started to catalyze and get serious. Am I correct in saying Gangs of Dude York was your first recorded release? In Seattle, yeah. I would say when we were still in school and lived in Walla Walla, we had uh, another couple releases that we had done that are definitely not worth mentioning. Yeah, Yeah. we made a lot of, like, really scrappy, noisy things really early on, uh, and they're very different from what we do now. I recall when I was reading through all of them, um, they all came together at the Dude York Mansion. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about this mysterious and magical place? (laughs) Um, Yeah. That was what I called uh, our apartment and Peter's parents' basement. In uh, so it was, uh, it's about 300 square feet. The walls are very thin, and if you try to sing there, you get complained at by whoever lives above you. It's, very, it's a very beautiful place, and none of us can afford to live there anymore. <laughs> Do you remember much about like the production process of of what you were working on there? Um, yeah, it was sort of stumbling through half-finished ideas and production techniques that we had only barely heard about. You mentioned before that, kind of when I brought up um, Gangs of Dude York, you mentioned before that what you do is obviously very, very different now. Um, when on the timeline did you start experimenting with, I guess, the sound that you aim for now? I guess I would say we sort of tried to make, well, we had to make this record twice. Um, and I think it was after after we finished our first record, uh, our first like album you could actually buy as a vinyl record, Dehumanized. We started like pushing away from the whole like scrappy garage rock thing and moving towards the slightly wider, like slightly wider screen, more Technicolor rock thing that we do now. Three years ago was when we started thinking about it, and then it was when we made this record with Cody Bottolato, uh and John Goodmanson sort of said it was working with Cody. I think that really like pushed us to. And also just, like, reworking these songs and thinking a lot about them for way too long. We didn't really know how to realize them, I think, until Cody came into the picture. That really uh, pushed us in this direction. Welcome back to the shortlist on Sin 90.7. My name is Ro. I'm joined by Gloria. And we just heard from... Dude York. That was a little bit of tonight. There is a funky little dancey track. I like it. Totally. I'm a big fan of it. And it does come off their latest record called Sincerely, um, which dropped just a couple of months back. A couple of months back. <laughs> months back. <laughs> doing, doing real good here. Um, but yeah, so Sincerely was the first record that they released on pretty much like an iconic label called Hardly Art based out in the US. Um, they kind of go into how that signing came about they were actually friends with uh another label uh sorry another band on that label called chastity belt so they ended up meeting the hardly art peeps through going to chastity belt shows and they all just kind of came together um yeah so that's how they that's i guess how that came about it's all about who you know isn't it <laughs> i do love the way music industry connections just happen you've got to do that networking absolutely um, back on the topic of Sincerely, so they actually kind of go on to tell us that they recorded it a couple of times. 
Um, yeah, so the uh, the first response wasn't the one that they initially anticipated, um, which is it's quite an interesting thing to record an entire record twice because a record's not an easy thing to no, record in the first it's place. Not. It's a good hustle, good effort. I reckon. Um, well, that's the, uh, I guess, price of perfection. Um, and they, uh, they do explain... Um, that they uh, came together with producers John Goodmanson and J.R. Slayer, a.k.a. the Blood Brothers, uh, Cody Vodolato. And uh, they talk about how the writing process adapted with the band adapting to it. Let's it was I... your first ever release with Hardly Art. What drew you to signing with the label? Living in Seattle, we'd see them at shows and we hung out with them quite a bit. And it's just the kind of thing where we made a record and they heard it and then we uh, got together and talked about it and then they said, and then we all thought it would make sense, and then we did it. It was very straightforward, um, and they've been just a joy to work with uh, ever since. On the note of Sincerely, um, as the story goes, there's not just one recording on Sincerely, so the first being a homemade recording. What encouraged you to take it back to the drawing board and work on it again? Well, as Andrew was talking about, in the sort of refocusing of the effort as, as facilitated by Cody Vadalato, I think that... We had recorded it and we had sent it to, sent it out to people, and there wasn't the reaction that we had hoped for, I guess, and the reaction that we had kind of anticipated and felt ourselves. So when we played one night at this fundraiser that was in like the top floor of this garage of a hotel in downtown Seattle, that kind of turned into an off the rails event we just were kind of having fun with the situation and that was when cody sort of offered to make a record with us and at that point we decided rather than focusing on these recordings that weren't getting traction we would try again with cody and try to make sure we got something that really communicated where we andrew claire and myself were were at in our headspace and I think that our ability to do so is why we kind of are talking today. I think that's why hardly I reached out to, or why um, why the label sort of bit this time. And I think that it's a matter of having honed in our priorities on the previous attempt and through the guidance of Cody really kind of cut to the heart of the issue that we were I kind of want to dig into um, the band's writing process now. So um, in a lot of ways, Lose Control and Love Is kind of changed the way that you uh, worked together um, and the band became even more of a collaborative effort. How did your writing process adapt? With Claire's added uh, editorial feedback, her sort of full vocal contribution to the band of like, bringing in songs that she'd written that she hadn't really showed anybody before, I think added like a third dimension to the identity of Dude York. I think really makes the whole thing, the whole thing kind of come into focus. Andrew, how do you feel? I think it was just a matter of everybody sort of being more, I think it was definitely a turning point uh, in that that was the first song of, the first song of Claire singing leads that we sort of started playing, or not the first one we started playing, but the first one we released. But I think it definitely opened up. It was both a shift in terms of what we were trying to sound like and how we were trying to communicate both with the outside world and with each other. Uh, and I think a lot of doors started opening in that moment. And it was just sort of a shift in our working dynamic and definitely more of a triangle than a line. You just heard from Dude York there with their track Blackjack.
And it is a very special day on the shortlist because we are profiling to <laughs> Which is makes it a very a very special day. <laughs> Rochelle really likes Studio York. Um, They're really great. They are super fun, and hopefully you are learning a little bit more about them as well. We do have another little chunk of wisdom from the Dude York dudes. Little nugget. <laughs> little little <laughs> little. <laughs> I've lost it. It's a Sunday. I'm doing well, everybody. Doing well. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out on the shortlist. Uh, one little one last little thing from Dude York. And um, yeah, they kind of explain how they put together the new record. And uh, I kind of queried them on why they chose to include um, a couple of interludes in between the in between the tracks of the record. So I'd been listening to it for a little while and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And I kind of wanted to know a little, little bit more about it. Uh, our conversation also takes a bit more of a serious tone as well. Is, is the serious tone related to a very important part of their internet history? Almost. That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> we do We do uh, ask the question um, if they've got a Wikipedia page. It's the most important part, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, completely erase the fact that I asked them about how music is cathartic and <laughs> about music. <laughs> but why don't they have a damn Wikipedia page? Yeah, that's, no. what I, that's what I need to find out. Yeah, no. We uh, Well, they, they do answer uh, somewhat, uh, which is very exciting. But yeah, um, here they are. This is Dude York. You're on the shortlist with Gloria and Ro. You are. Back on the topic of Sincerely, I've been listening to the record a lot um, in the last couple of months, and I really, really enjoy uh, the interludes. I just kind of want to know how they came about. Was including these interludes a deliberate choice, or did it just come with, like, I guess, jamming out the material? I think that most albums benefit from having sort of a breathing room of interludes on the A and B side or on the CD just twice. And I think that the content of it kind of came from uh, Andrew and I editing together voice memos that we had taken on our phones and compiled. And those were our favorite ones that we had that we had made. It's noted that an ongoing theme on the record is perseverance through tough times and, I quote, finding solace in art. On that topic, do you feel like music is a cathartic experience for you? I would say, I mean, I'm going to let Peter speak more thoroughly about this, but I would say one of the few times I can really lose myself in doing something sometimes is playing shows and that rules. So yes, and writing can definitely help you process things on top of a lot of, it's one of many outlets that can help you really process. But anyway, I'm going to see the floor to Peter here. I totally agree with Andrew. And like the whole, the whole thesis statement is to sort of lose yourself in the music and um, I think that, especially in a live setting, it provides that avenue of release. And I'm really thankful for it, and especially thankful to Andrew and Claire to be, you know, have such a supportive team, such a, a such a compassionate set of people to to work with. I just feel so lucky. That's it for pretty much all my questions. I just have one last one. Do you think you'll ever make a Wikipedia page? Um, I'd love to, but I feel like we're going to not pass the notoriety test and we're going to get deleted. I think I might make you one then. <laughs> you should make one. I can't. We, we, we are not allowed to make one because it would technically be self-promotion. But if you want to do it, be our guest. We would love that. Yeah, we would love that. Please do. 
I should really make them a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, now now you've been like burdened with the yeah. responsibility of getting it online. I didn't promise, but I did offer, and it would be pretty mean of me to not to not go through with that. And now the whole of Australia, and when we put this online, the whole <laughs> of the internet is going to know that you made that offer. Oh goodness, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can add a Wikipedia page author to your resume. There we go. Yeah. It just keeps growing every day. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out on the shorts tonight. I have been Ro. I have been Gloria. We are still the same people. Uh, we haven't changed too much, even though no. we had some very wonderful chats with Wallace and Dude York this we week. We are just more informed now, but uh, still, still Gloria and Ro. We haven't swapped identities. But uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll be back again next Sunday with another couple of artists to give you some more info about and profile. We're looking forward to it.